When I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. All right, yeah, our roster looks great on paper. Whoop the hell. All right. But at the end of the day, we better be a good team. And you start building that during this time of the year. Get your sorry ass up. Get your sorry ass up. Doing a lot of talking with somebody that ain't do shit today. Doing a lot of talking. Do you think you're better than Jarrell Revis is right now? I'm better than you. My 24 years of life, I'm better at life than you. I ain't never seen, I ain't never seen you before, huh? Man, go tell the coach you need some help. We gonna expose you, boy. All right, we coming at your ass. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Roundtable. Let's go! Let's go! What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Fantasy Football Roundtable podcast. However... This will not be a podcast with everybody or about fantasy football necessarily. This is an episode today about the two main dynasty leagues that I'm in in uh, Texas, my home league with a bunch of people that I know. So those of you who are turning in for a bunch of fantasy advice that will not be on today's episode, I appreciate you guys obviously listening. And if you want to uh, skip this episode and move on to the next one, me and Dennis will be back on Friday for our usual preview shows. But before we get to who this is, we still need to give the intro here. This is the full-time fantasy, uh, oh my goodness, I'm already messing that up, the Fantasy Football Roundtable Podcast, and we are brought to you by FullTimeFantasy.com. You can find them at FTFPodNet, or you can find them at FTF, my goodness, guys, I'm just butchering this, this is ridiculous. All right, you can find them at FTFPodNet on Twitter. We are just one of a great, a bunch of great podcasts associated with this network, some of which are Jim Day of FF Champs, Corey Parsons and Dr. Roto from SiriusXM Radio, Bob Lung of the award-winning Fantasy Football Consistency Guide, Dwayne McFarland, Blake Sullivan, a ton of great others. You can find all of them on FullTimeFantasy.com, your one-stop shop for all of your fantasy news, advice, and strategies. We are also excited to be partnered with ExpandTheBoxScore.com. You can find them at XTBoxScore on Twitter. They have some of the best NFL uh, NFL, baseball, and basketball stats that you can find. Most importantly, for me at least, college football stats. They're extremely hard to find. They go into extreme depths. You guys will not be disappointed with this. If you're out of the playoffs, you know, this is week 14, so we know you know if you're going into the playoffs or not at this point. And if you're not, you want to start looking at the prospects for next year's draft. You're trying to build up some picks, saying, who do I really want to go look at? Look at this site. They go so deep into analytics and give you so many great stats on all of these incoming prospects and all college players in general. There's even talks that they're going to go full in detail on defensive stats as well, which would be huge because those are extremely hard to find in the industry as well. And it just costs $15 a year, which is beyond a beautiful deal. Most sites for anything like this, you're paying $30, $40, $50 a year. It's $15 and you get all of that. And if you use our code roundtable, you get 10% off of that as well. I'm telling you, it's one of the best sites in the industry. I use it. I love it. I willingly give up my money to it once a year uh, because it changed the game for me. I love if you follow me on Twitter at SportsFanaticMB and you see all the college stuff that I post with the stats and this and that, it, it all comes from their website. So it, it's wonderful, beautiful website. Improvements coming every day. I'm telling you, check it out for $15. And again, use our code ROUNDTABLE. You get 10% off. So today's episode, we will be talking about The League, my longest running home dynasty league. And then we will be talking about Pigskin, the other league that I commissioned. I am the commissioner of as well. What I'm going to do is break down kind of what happened throughout the year, who's in the playoffs, who's not, what they're looking forward to for both leagues. 
Before we do get into breaking down the leagues, though, I keep forgetting to add stuff in here. So if you guys are just wanting to listen to the pigskin part of this, jump to about 39 minutes into the podcast. That's how long it takes me to get through the league stuff. That is where the pigskin stuff will begin. Otherwise, if you're here for the league or you want to listen to both, we're going to start it off with the league right now. Prepare for glory! I don't know if you got your popcorn ready. League, the longest running dynasty league that I have been in. And again, I am the commissioner of the playoffs. Technically, kickoff tonight as I'm recording on this, probably between a game uh, between the Cowboys and Bears that I think is probably not going to be a very good game. Though I am interested to see how it turns out. There are a couple players in these games that we are using in our lineups. We are moving into the playoffs for the fifth time in league history, and we saw a record broken this year. Elliot Lester, uh, who is Two-time champion in this league, uh, the only two-time champion we have in this league. Uh, He is, at this point in the league, the only player to have made it to the playoffs all four years leading in. Uh, Technically, J.J., Jason James, did make it into the playoffs uh, last year, although it was by a... Uh, a virtue of uh, another team with the issues they were having, we removed them from the playoffs for not paying and quitting. Uh, therefore, JJ got in. Otherwise, he would not have. So I'm not going to count that as technically getting in. Uh, so Elliott's consecutive four-run streak there ended. So right now, the longest running streak is actually between me and James Bear. We have both been in it the past three years. So we've both now got the longest running streak between the two of us, um, you know, one year away from me barely making it into this year James Bear dominating which we'll get to here in a minute uh but Elliot um did a little bit of a rebuild choice this uh this offseason I don't necessarily think it was a bad thing got a lot of good picks still kept a couple good young players uh you know formerly big O titties now little titties I'm guessing because or TDs I'm sorry uh which I'm, I'm guessing he changed to because he did not make the playoffs this year but that was not as uh, not expected uh, we also continue to have two franchises so far in, in our league history that have never made the playoffs. That is currently now Team Wife Beater, Amanda Adams. Uh, while she's only owned the team this year, uh, that team throughout its history in our league has yet to make the playoffs. So not necessarily on her. She was actually close. Came down to the last week had she won, uh, and she would have needed some help. But she was right there in it, which was a far cry from where this team was last year. Trust me, it was a, a two-win team fighting for really the bottom spot. And she really did a good job of turning it around. Uh, really kind of struggled with some injuries this year. But again, I'm, I'm getting off topic. We'll break down teams later. Uh, and then Matt Renfro, the co-commission of our league, has yet to make it a lot of bad luck for him too. He's got a lot of good players, just injuries and and underperforming it seems like every year. And then when a couple of his guys step up, a couple other guys let him down. Uh, Was again really close this year as well, finishing as uh, the seventh seed. Uh, So one of the top seeds in the supplemental draft. So let's jump in. Let's do playoffs. Let's go ahead and break down the team.
the number one team this year, and for the first time in league history, he finishes as the number one seed. He gets the championship belt from Elliott, who was the number one seed last year going into the playoffs, so he did not win it. He was the number one seed. It's James Barry, finished 11-2 and this year, has 1,738 points scored uh, and just 1,459 against, so he has uh, gotten you know, really good this year, obviously. He missed out, though, on over 200 points, a possible points of 1,941, so Great thing for him. He is on a 17 game or 17, my bad, seven game winning streak right now. And if we're being honest, James has been, you know, a very good team throughout the entire league. He's 42 and 31. So pretty much throughout our history, he has done a really good job. Only missed playoffs one year, just like myself. Uh, again, 42 and 31 is just. It's awesome. He, he's had a really good team for a long time, done a really good job on some trades and really good job drafting as well. So his team right now this year is really being carried uh, by a couple of good players and was able to kind of wait out the Melvin Gordon thing, which I thought was was awesome on him. Definitely getting carried by Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, who's have it was up until a couple weeks ago having an MVP season as well in the NFL and for fantasy. Those are his quarterbacks that he's rocking with. Again, that's really good. Uh, C.J. Anderson, who we know obviously got cut earlier this year, but he's got Geo, Melvin Gordon, Derrick Henry, who has been just phenomenal. I mean, just ridiculously good this year. Finishing is right now a top five RB, who has obviously also been helping carry James's team. He's got Raheem Mostert and Jordan Wilkins at wide receiver. Tyler Boyd, John Brown. John Brown, sneaky top ten wide receiver as well. Tyree Kill, Jarvis Landry, who's been just ridiculous. Right there with John Brown in points and then Ted Ginn Jr. Teddy Ball game at tight end. Jack Doyle, who he's relying on, did draft TJ Hawkinson. Uh, obviously, he got put on IR now with the ankle issue. He had a, a sneaky good rookie draft this year. Most of his rookies, actually, we'll, we'll go ahead and read them off, are all from this year. He had a lot of first-round picks through a couple uh, trades that he had made uh, for some players. I don't remember the exact trades that he made at this point, uh, but made a couple trades, got a lot of first-round picks in this year's draft. So he's got A.J. Brown, Paris Campbell, Damian Harris, Darrell Henderson, and Deontay Johnson all sitting on his taxi squad and he had TJ Hawkinson there as well. Uh, we do run two IDPs, and he's got three of them. Joe Schobert, phenomenal linebacker year so far this year. He has been legitimately top-notch linebacker. Luke Keekley, who you always expect to be up there having a little bit of a down year, uh, and then Levante David as well. So got a really good team running into the playoffs, and he has the first round by, and he's the number one seed. So he is going to be going up against either Ty Moss or myself. We'll get to those matchups here in a minute. The number two seed is JJ, the Bad Rabbits. Again, another team that has just been phenomenal throughout our league history. So James Bear, when I mentioned that he would finish, he was uh, 42 and 31 throughout our league history, uh, sitting at fourth altogether throughout our entire league. JJ sitting at three at 45 and 27. So he has just been a really good team as well. This counts playoffs as well. So he has just been a really good team as well. One of the teams, like I said, last year was kind of a down year for him, and I think he finished six and seven, was right there in the playoffs, would not have made it had the team that, uh, we ended up having to pull out of the playoffs because the owner refused to play and then just quit in week 12 and or 11. I can't remember one of those two, but he quit right at the end of the season on us for no reason. And, and we did not feel it was right to put him in the playoffs because he hadn't paid. We didn't want to see anything like that. So we put all the players in that could pay. So we just moved one spot out, which was JJ. He made it in. JJ also has a, a really good team. 
Uh, he has a championship as well, won in the second year, uh, which I still say to this day was the best championship that I've seen won in our league. He built through a ton of adversity that year uh, with injuries and was able to build a team uh, both in the the semifinal round and or, yeah, in the semifinal round and the finals. Uh, went through adversity to get there. He was playing Ty Moss and. Uh, was losing by, I think it was like 1.5 points or something like that. And Jordan Reed catches a ball for like 20 yards and he gets, he ends up beating Ty by like 0.7 points because right after that, Jordan, or Jordan Reed got ejected because he threw a punch. If you guys remember that game, uh, which is how he beat Ty Moss to move on to the championship. And then he started down like 50 points in the first game between two players. It was Jordy Nelson and Aaron Rodgers for Matt Stack, Mr. Rodgers' Neighborhood, who was in the championship that year against JJ. Uh, in that first Sunday morning game, they no, nobody had anybody playing except for Matt Stack had Aaron Rodgers and Devontae, not Devontae Adams, Jordy Nelson, and they went just off in that game. That was Jordy Nelson's like follow-up to his almost uh, MVP season. Uh, and it looked like JJ was not going to win, and they ended up coming back and winning by, I think, like 10 points thanks to a, a good showing from the Dallas defense on a Monday night football game. So he is a championship uh, winner in our league. He does have a championship. He's got a good room of quarterbacks here. He did get Kirk Cousins for me earlier this year uh, after the Patrick Mahomes injury. Cousins is actually outscoring Mahomes. So, of course, Cousins sucked while I owned him, and as soon as I trade him, dude starts going off. But he's got Kirk Cousins and Patrick Mahomes, a loaded running back room. Tariq Cohen, who has definitely struggled this year, but is still a really good running back. Todd Gurley, David Johnson, Aaron Jones, and Damian Williams. So likely leaning on Gurley and Jones now with what us not knowing what's going on with Johnson. And again, Tariq Cohen kind of struggling, but still two really good running backs to be playing every single week. Same thing at wide receiver. Will Fuller, Kenny Galladay, Tyler Lockett, Michael Thomas, and Dee Westbrook. So really good wide receiver room here as well. Got Kenny Galladay as well from me in a trade this year. I just I feel like I'm trading JJ his entire team at this point. He is struggling a little bit at tight end. He bought into the to the Gerald Everett, I don't want to say hype, but Gerald Everett was obviously having a good year. Does have Tyler Higby as well in case Gerald Everett can't play. That's really it at tight end. Has the best kicker in the game in Justin Tucker. Uh, and, and three really good um, IDPs as well. Jordan Hicks, Fred Warner, Devin White, and then has Jamal Adams. Uh, taxi squad, pretty good taxi squad. Marquise Brown, Chase Edmonds, Noah Font. Uh, Fant, I always say Font, Michael Gallup, little Jordan Humphrey, I don't know why he still owns him, and then Jordan Scarlett as well. So JJ, good team. He's going in as the second seed here in the league, so he gets a bye as well, and we'll get the matchup between the four and five seeds, which are Andy, Andy Walker, and Jason Bruning, my little brother. So let's go into the third seed. Uh, you know, Ty Moss, make America great again. He was uh, the loser. Technically, in our league last year, technically he did finish his second to last, but because Amanda had come in and taken over the last seed spot, we did not want to give her the punishment, so Ty had to deal with it. Ty did take it like a champion, and I'm going to give him props, and I don't do this often, and if he listens to this, he'll know this. I'm sure he's going to call me out in the chat about it, uh, but his team has sucked really bad the past couple years, but he's done a really good job of taking those bad couple years with different trades that he has made and drafting well. He had drafted really well with some of the running backs he's got. He's really kind of turned his team around uh, and you can tell he's sitting at 10th right now in our overall league record 31 and 43 but has had a really good year this year I don't know if I said 
any of JJ stuff. So, man, I'm doing really bad at this, and I'm skipping around. Let's go back to JJ really quick, and then we'll move on to Ty. So, JJ did finish at 10-3, 1,736 points for 1,371 against. Had a possible 2020. So, had he played his best lineups every week, JJ would actually be the number one seed by about 300 points. Uh, and he is just on a one-game winning streak. Now, let's go back to Ty, who finishes his 9-4 and and started off the season phenomenally. I mean, I believe he was like 8 or 9 and 0 uh, before he lost his first one to actually Matt Renfro. Matt Renfro went on a run of beating like all the best teams in the league. He beat Ty, JJ, and James, and it looked like he was going to run into the playoffs and then had a little bit of bad luck. But again, Ty finishes as 9 and 4, 1837 points for 1489 against and had a possible points of 2159. So again, had he played his best lineup, he would actually have been the number 1 seed. But still, all in all, a Really good season for Ty. Um, all play wins and losses, 31-2. to two. So that shows you just how dominant his team has been all year. You know, regardless of his best lineup going every week, there would only have been two losses he would have lost that on. So really great year. But he's going in on a two-game losing streak. Doesn't mean much because I do think he's going to get a win in the matchup he's playing this week. But let's take a look at his team. Uh, as I mentioned, he is 31-43 and 43 overall throughout our entire league history. At quarterback, he, he's got an MVP candidate. He won't win it because Lamar Jackson's probably going to win, but he's got Russell Wilson and Nick Foles. Like Russell Wilson, obviously can get you a ton of points every single week. Has a really good running back room as well. Now, a couple of these guys are injured, so it, it sucks a bad timing for him, possibly. Dalvin Cook, we've heard that he is going to be back this weekend. We'll see how well he plays. Obviously, chest, shoulder injury. One bad hit could knock him out. You, If you own Dalvin Cook, you're not hoping for that. But he also has Le'Veon Bell, Austin Eckler, Josh Jacobs, and Latavius Murray. Really good wide receivers as well here. DJ Chark, who's been phenomenal second-year wide receiver that not a lot of people saw coming. And one of the only wide receivers Ty's ever drafted that has turned out. The other one, Devontae Parker, is finally turning it around. And I will give Ty props on the fact that he's held on to him this entire time because he has been just god-awful. But now he's finally turned it around and helping Ty out. Amari Cooper, Marvin Jones, and then Tyrell Williams. Obviously, Tyrell Williams has really kind of struggled here the past couple weeks. But the other three are all you know, scoring a ton of points. So he's got a, a very good mixture here of running backs and wide receivers that he can plug in in this week matchup. Um, he or this week's matchup. Evan Ingram and Kyle Rudolph at tight end. Evan Ingram been dealing with the injury, but ever since he went out and he's plugged in Kyle Rudolph, Rudolph's been scoring points because Steelen's been out. So he's continued to get a lot of points out of Rudolph. At uh, his IDPs, he's got a couple really good ones. His best one, in my opinion, was Leighton Vanderesh, but he has been out because of the net. Corey Littleton, Gerard Davis, and Jerome Baker. Taxi Squad. A little bit of a mixed bag here. There's two guys on it that I like, David Montgomery and Mecole Hardman. Now, we may not ever see what Mecole Hardman becomes. We all thought he was going to be the replacement to Tyreek Hill. That obviously doesn't look like that's going to happen now. Does also have Quadri, Allison, Josh Reynolds, Traquan Smith, and Jay Sternberger. I actually do like the Sternberger pick as well. I do think he has a future to be a top tight end there in Green Bay. So he is playing me. So even though I am the sixth seed, we'll skip down and talk about my team. No, we'll save that for the matchups, actually. So the fourth seed is Andy Walker. New owner this year. He came in and took over actually the team that bailed uh, on us in the middle of the season and 
has really turned it around. He's done a really good job. Now, this team was a playoff team last year, but we did a little bit of a dispersal draft with the two new teams, uh, allowed them to kind of draft their own players and get in players that they wanted. Uh, and he's done a really good job making this team a winning team. Uh, they right now throughout the league history sit at eighth as 31 and 39 throughout the league history. Uh, but again, has done a really good job of, of turning this team into a playoff team. He's sitting at nine and four. He's the four seed. Now he is behind Ty by a ton of points as he only got 1492, but still. So all points for 1492, points against 1380, his possible points 1731. So right up there in the range of what JJ and them have scored now, not the possible points thing. And he is on a four-game winning streak, which is which is huge. His team is coming into the playoffs hot, which is good for him as he is going into a, in a what I would say is a winnable matchup against my brother. So let's look at his team here. He's being carried by a couple really good players. Uh, and he made a couple trades to make these players happen. But quarterback, this is where he's going to hurt. He's going to have to make a move because he has got all – well, Tom Brady will play. But do you really want to play Tom Brady in a huge playoff matchup? That's going to be the question right now. But Daniel Jones and Matt Stafford, obviously Daniel Jones we know is not playing. Eli is back in, and Matt Stafford's likely not playing with the back injury. Running backs, though. Loaded. Chris Carson, Gus Edwards, Duke Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Marlon Mack, and James White. Philip Lindsay, he got in the Kenny Galladay, Devontae Adams trade with me and JJ, our three team trade earlier this offseason, uh, has been gangbusters. A lot of people were down on him, thought that he would regress back to the means. He's had a couple bad games, but for the most part, has been very consistent in RB2 yet again this season. Where he really got hurt was he also got Antonio Brown in that deal. Now, this was before all of the shenanigans and everything else that happened. So none of us knew that this would happen. But Antonio Brown being out has really hurt his team. Just I just want you to picture this really quick. Because this is his wide receiver room. Probably one of the best in the league. Stephon Diggs, Allen Robinson, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams, John Ross. And then if you add Antonio Brown to that, if he ever comes back and plays, I mean, he's his wide receiver room might beat mine, and I like my wide receiver room, and his is better. Trust me. Tied end, he's rocking with O.J. Howard and Jacob Hollister. His uh, IDPs, Buda Baker and Khalil Mack. Taxi Squad's a little bit of a mixed bag here, a lot like Ty's, but a lot of ours are. There's not going to be a lot of really good uh, Taxi Squads here. Like I said, these, this league's been running for a while now, and we've done a really good job of kind of dispersing talent. Um, not to say like we, we make sure certain teams get talent, but the Taxi Squads tend to end up pretty dry here. Uh, Miles Boykin, Deion Kane, Gary Jennings, Keyshawn Johnson, Tony Pollard, Josh Rosen, and Kenny Young. I actually really like that he's got Kenny Young on his bench. He hasn't done much this year for the Rams, uh, but I think he's an up and coming linebacker next up the five seed my brother jason bruni and it is hilarious to say this uh because he's doing good this year because it's an even year if you were to go back through and when i say even i mean like every other year it's not an even year technically this is an odd year five year but Every other year, my brother has a good year and then a really bad year. In year one, he was in the championship and was made it to the championship by beating me in the semifinals with a fourth string running back. Like the dude was barely getting any playing time because he had lost all of his running backs to injuries. And yet he still beat my team, made it in. Now he did get beat by Elliott pretty handedly. But again, he was playing backup running backs in those games because he didn't have anybody else. Then the next year, horrible. Fell all the way down, I think, to the second pick where he got Christian McCaffrey. Third year, all the way back up. Makes it to the playoffs again, which is just insane. Plays Elliott again and loses, unfortunately. So he's finished twice in the league, made it to the championship twice, which outside of Elliott is the only other person to do that. Elliott has made it to the championship three times. So 
Anyways, we're in that every other year. Last year, he actually didn't have that horrible of a year. I think he finished like fourth to last, but you know, still not a great year. This year, he's back in it, nine and four, making. I'm sorry, eight and five, making the playoffs. So sixteen seventy four points for fourteen seventy against possible points of nineteen forty six. So he is he's actually been a really good team. Just unfortunately, hasn't uh, made some of the best lineup decisions, and he is sitting at fifth right now in our league overall standings, thirty eight and thirty six over the past couple years. His team, as I mentioned, being carried by Christian McCaffrey, obviously, but also has some other really good players. Matt Ryan and Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. We know Ryan Tannehill has really jumped up. Kalen Balazs, Kenyon Drake, Christian McCaffrey, and Miles Sanders at running back. I love that pairing of McCaffrey and Sanders moving forward. And maybe Drake. We'll see what happens with him if he stays in Arizona or if they move on from him or David Johnson. We'll see what happens. Wide receiver is where he is really the weakest. Uh, now, he does have uh, a couple guys on his taxi squad, or one guy on his taxi squad. I'm surprised he hasn't promoted yet, but I, I do kind of get it. Uh, at wide receiver, Julian Edelman, Christian Kirk, Emmanuel Sanders, Golden Tate, Demarius Thomas. So he he's really kind of playing top three guys there, and Julian Edelman, Christian Kirk, and mixing between Sanders and Tate. You know, but obviously, he's he's been winning, so it doesn't matter. And he's got a lot of good tight ends, too. Greg Olson, we know, is probably going to be out. May not even come back and he does have Ian Thomas to back him up but Austin Hooper, David Njoku uh, and four really good IDPs Tareer Whitehead, Chandler Jones Thomas Davis and Zach Cunningham Taxi Squad, I like his Taxi Squad it's got three really good players on it in my opinion JJ Ortega-Whiteside, Terry McLaurin uh, Braxton Miller who's not really in the league anymore, I like Josh Oliver tied in for Jacksonville, he's out on IR though, Ian Thomas though to back up Greg Olson was a smart pick by him and then DeAndre Washington Last but not least, yours truly. I barely slid in as the sixth seed in this one. My team uh, really just kind of bottomed out this year. I finished at seven and six, um, just fifteen ninety five on points for it was. It was a rough year for me. Barely made it. And I got on a, a two game winning streak here at the end to kind of get myself over five hundred, which is a little bit ridiculous. But fifteen ninety five points for fifteen twenty nine points again. So it's as you can tell, very close matchups every single week with me. It's been a I've got a lot of gray hairs from this season. It's been a little bit ridiculous. 1789 points, possible points. So again, not a, just not been a great year for me, which is a little, little ridiculous in my opinion, but it is what it is. But I do sit in second overall in our league standings, 47 and 27. Only one loss behind Elliott, who sits at 47 and 26. So all in all, I like what my team has done throughout the league history. I've been extremely competitive outside of the one year that I didn't make the playoffs. Let's talk about my team because it's been, uh, I would say, probably one of the most underperforming teams of the century. So, as I mentioned earlier, I had Kirk Cousins. I traded him away. I've had a mixed bag of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Kyle Allen as my backup QB, my main QB, Baker Mayfield. At running back, Amir Abdullah, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, Ezekiel Elliott, and Mark Walton. So really, Abdullah and Walton are nothing. I had them as just kind of flyers to see if they turned in anything. Barkley, Chubb, and Zeke are the main guys that I'm rolling with every single week. At wide receiver, Devontae Adams, Odell Beckham Jr., Josh Gordon, DeAndre Hopkins, Auden Tate, and James Washington. I really do love my wide receiver room. Uh, you know, it's going to make it very hard. So in this league, we, we only keep a certain amount. We keep 14 this year, and it's going to make it a hard choice for me because I could honestly keep all of those guys because I do think Auden Tate and James Washington have a really good history or a really good future coming. Uh, at tight end, I have Dawson Knox and George Kittle. My IDPs, Shaq Barrett, Blake Martinez, and Shaq Thompson. Love my IDPs, but Blake Martinez has been a man among boys. He's been one of the big reasons I've been winning some of the tight matchups. 
Uh, and my taxi squad, not great. Again, a mixed bag. I have nothing but wide receivers, which is a little bit ridiculous. I need to need to watch that a little bit. But I drafted my guy, Hakeem Butler. Have Antonio Callaway, Deshaun Hamilton, Kelvin Harmon, uh, Preston Williams, and, and then I dra- I traded uh, for Dwayne Haskins in the Kirk Cousins trade. I wanted a quarterback back, got Dwayne Haskins, but I'm not promoting him up because I didn't think he was going to be that good this year. So with all that, let, before we get into the teams that didn't make the playoffs, let's talk about the playoff matchups. We've got the three seed and the six seed, which is Ty Moss and myself in this one, and it, I think it's going to be a close one. So I've been joking with Ty all season. We have played each other up until the start of the season eleven times or nine times, and he was zero and nine against me. He had never beaten me so far throughout our series run. It was the only team uh, that had not beaten someone. Like we had everybody at least beaten somebody once. He was the only one who had not beaten anybody or me throughout our entire league history. And he got me twice this year. We played each other twice. He beat me both times, uh, and it, it's going to be closer right now. So it has me as a giving me 6.2 points i don't trust it right now 131 to 125 it's going to be close you know i've got a bunch of tough matchups this week in in saquon parkley and zeke now obviously chubb has a great matchup i'm not playing odell because i just can't trust him hopkins has a tough matchup uh but so does some of his guys i mean amari cooper tough matchup tonight against the bears defense we'll see what he does dalvin cook a little bit injured Le'Veon bell dealing with a sickness so I think both of us have some pretty tough matchups. I am going to give him the edge, though. He's proven it all season long that he can win. Uh, he has a really good shot, I think, to make that. I think it's down in three teams, if I'm being honest. Uh, and I do think he's got a really good shot to win it. And I think that that's gonna, he's gonna end up pulling out with a victory here against me. The next one, Riverboat Ron and Brown and out Jason Bruning and Andy Walker. So in this one, it looks like they're projecting Jason to to win this pretty good. He's being given 20.4 points in this one right now. Now, okay, some of that is the fact that, uh, that he has not set his lineup with Daniel Jones. That will drop to about a nine point win or nine point uh edge to Jason once he puts Tom Brady in there. Uh but a bunch of another a bunch of tough matches again. Jason's really gonna have to hope Christian McCaffrey comes through. He kind of struggled uh this past week. Jason's gonna need him to come up big in this one. He's got Austin Hooper in as well. Might be a little bit of a dangerous play with Hooper being injured. Uh no he's practicing and might be back this week. Uh, that's a little bit scary though for me. I'm not sure about that one, but we'll see what happens. I'm 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 pulling for him Andy, if you listen to this, I love you, buddy. You, you've been awesome. Glad to have you in the league. It's been great knowing you these past couple years. Uh, but I gotta pull for my little brother, right? Like I, I want him to win. Poor guy's made to two championships and couldn't get over the Elliot hump. Elliot's not in it. This might be his year. So I'm pulling for him uh, to pull the upset. But I do think it's going to be a close game with Jason barely winning out, which would then lead to a matchup between Ty and James and JJ and Jason. Uh, we'll I'll be back next week. I'm gonna do this every. Every week throughout the playoffs, recapping all this stuff and talking about it. So that is that for the playoffs. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to both matchups. Obviously, uh, uh, mad love for Ty. As much crap as I give him and everything, he knows I love him. I've known that guy forever. And even though he can be a douchebag, he, he's seriously one of my closer friends. And I, I respect and love the guy. I do hope he, he gets to win a championship because his team has been bad the past couple years. And, and like I said, the way he's turned it around, it, it's been really good to see. Because you could honestly question how good he was at fans. 
fantasy the first couple years because it was bad. I mean, he was winning like one or two games every single season. Uh, and then obviously, I'll, I'll just bring it up. The Zeke trade you made was not a great trade for you, buddy. So, uh, but I do hope he, he pulls out the win. I do think he has a good shot to beat me as well. And, and Jason, Andy, gonna be a great matchup. So let's talk about the teams that didn't make it. We had a lot of, uh, a lot of good owners in this. I love this league. It is all honesty one of my favorite leagues that I had. Probably my favorite. I shouldn't admit that, but it is uh, just because I love all the guys that are in here. Uh, it's been a, it's been a fun, great couple years. So Matt Renfro, he's the one who actually got me into Dynasty. Was the one who helped me create this entire league. He finished as the seventh seed. Uh, this one finishing at five and eight. Unfortunately, like I said, he, he's got a good team. He just for whatever reason his team has not been able to put it all together uh, in any season. He's one of the teams that has never made the playoffs. Uh, so he had 1447 points for 1658 again, a possible 1644. So even then, if he would have said his best lineup every week would not have beaten what the points against him were. It's just kind of one of those years, unfortunately, for him. Uh, and he sits in our league as... The second to last team in standings. He did have a couple rough years in there uh, at 11 with 30 and, four, 30 and 44 all in all throughout our entire league history. So let's take a look at his team. He does technically have the number one buy in the supplemental draft bracket. His team. Carried by Leonard Fournette this year, who finally came through on the draft value he spent on him. Deshaun Watson and Ryan Finley at QB. Obviously, Deshaun Watson, complete baller. Peyton Barber, Fournette, Sony Michelle, Bo Scarborough, and Devin Singletary was a great pick by him. I love the pick. I was high on Singletary. Uh, he snagged him really early on. A lot of people were like, wait, what the fuck? I only said it at the draft because I was hoping he'd fall to me, uh, and he didn't. It was a great pick by Renfro. I like his young running back room moving forward. Where I think he might need to improve is wide receiver. But when you hear these wide receivers, you would think he's got a good wide receiver room. Robbie Anderson, Brandon Cooks, Adam Humphreys, Alshon Jeffrey, Zach Pascal, Paul Richardson, Curtis Samuel, and Adam Thielen. The injuries have killed him this year. Curtis Samuel had a bunch of good games with Cam Newton. Cam Newton going out hurt Curtis Samuel's value as well. So Renfro, I think he's right there on the cusp of being a really good team. He's just got to make that move, I think, to get like that elite wide receiver one that he can plug in every single week, and he's going to be good to go. He might just take him in the draft. He's got a good draft pick this year. Uh, and, and in all honesty, he's got a very good track record in, track record in drafting players. Tight end, Zach Ertz. Devin Bush, great, great IDP player. And Devonde Campbell. Taxi squad, I, I like it. He's got a couple good players. Rodney Anderson stole from me in the rookie draft this past year. Love that kid. Obviously, he got another ACL injury. Might not ever play again, which sucks because he was phenomenal at Oklahoma. I had high hopes for this kid. Miles Gaskin, Justice Hill, Jalen Hurd, and Darwin Thompson. The number two seed in the supplemental bracket is Wife beaters, Amanda Adams. Again, did a really good job of turning this team around from the worst team in the league. Made it up to 5-8. and eight. She had some serious injuries as well in this one. That kind of did not help her throughout the season. Uh, 13.43 points for, 14.25 points against, possible points of 15.19. So had she played her best lineup, she actually would have probably had a couple more wins. Uh, would have been a, a little bit of a better team. Uh, and unfortunately, her team does sit last again. As I mentioned, guys, the worst team over the past couple years. Now, the other owner, just he approached it as a redraft mindset every year. Didn't build well. Traded away a lot of picks, which kind of hurt this team in the long run. 25-47. Uh, and 47 overall so but again 
Five of those wins coming this year, so she's already done a good job of building this team up. I like the way that she's headed. And again, she's got a good team to build around and a couple good draft picks, and she's got that number one overall. Maybe she trades it. Maybe she just takes DeAndre Swift. We'll see what happens. Andy Dalton, Jimmy G, and Carson Wentz, a quarterback. Great quarterback room. You need nothing to even worry about there. Jimmy G and Carson Wentz are good to go. Running backs is where she's hurting, though. Joe Mixon, Tevin Coleman, and Reggie Bonifon. So not good there at all. Obviously, she does have Kerry John Johnson as well. Again, injuries have really hurt her team. He's been sitting on IR for the past couple weeks. Wide receivers, Russell Gage, Deshaun Jackson, Calvin Ridley, A.J. Green. So what does that say? Again, injuries have really hurt this team. A.J. Green hasn't played all year. Deshaun Jackson out after two games. Calvin Ridley been dealing with an injury as well. Also has Darius Slayton and Sammy Watkins. Jimmy Graham and Jason Witten at tight end. And then Darius Leonard and Demario Davis at IDP with Jabril Peppers and Logan Ryan. So really good group there. Uh, and a couple good players on our taxi squad as well. Dallas Goddard, MVS, Khalil Waring, who I like at tight end, Dexter Williams, and Jameis Winston. Moving on to Mr. Daniel Starrett. He finishes there as the three seed in the supplemental bracket here. Um, kind of a bad year for him. Uh, injuries, Andrew Luck retiring really kind of hurt him. His team was built on Andrew Luck, and, uh, or at least Andrew Luck at quarterback, and that really kind of hurt him. Just started off a bad downward slide for him this season. All right, so 15, 32 points for 16, 22 against possible points of 16.95. So obviously could have set a better lineup here and there, but you never know. All in all, he has been with us since the second year. Uh, he took over a team from a guy who played the first year, had a good team, made the playoffs, uh, but then, uh, left the league. Uh, he is sitting at 38 and 37 overall. So just one game over 500 at number six. Again, not a bad team here. Injuries have really kind of screwed him. Uh, really the past couple years, if we're all being honest with each other. It'll be interesting to see what he does with this team. Uh, and he'll be here for a podcast we're going to do later in the offseason as well. Interested to see and, and do some talks with him and some of the other guys about their teams. Uh, Drew Brees, Jacoby Brissett at quarterback. James Conner, Devonta Freeman, Frank Gore, Brian Hill, Mark Ingram, Ito Smith at running back. So not a bad running back room. Had everybody stayed healthy. You know, he would have actually had a pretty good running back room, I think. Wide receiver room, killing it. Killing it. Chris Godwin, DK Metcalf. I mean, Dante Pettis is nothing, but Sterling Shepard and Juju Smith-Schuster. Again, Shepard, Schuster, injuries all out the season. Chris Godwin sitting as one of the best wide receivers in the league. And DK Metcalf, you're welcome, Danny. Your boy here did not talk bad about you when you took DK Metcalf in the first round because I knew DK was going to be good. I thought it was a great pick, and he's panned out for you. DK has helped you out. Probably one of the best tight end rooms here as well in Travis Kelsey and Darren Waller. His IDPs, Eric Kendricks, Jalen Smith, and Roquan Smith. Taxi Squad, Jordan Aiken, Sam Darnold, Anthony Miller, Riley Ridley, and Irv Smith Jr. So even another good tight end on the rise sitting there. And he's got Sammy Sleeves at quarterback as well. Could be his future if Jacoby Brissett and Drew Brees don't pan out. Next up, the fourth seed in the supplemental bracket here is Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, one of my closest friends. I've known like three decades, not really three decades, but at least two, if not like 25, 26 years, Mr. Matthew Stack. A little bit of a bad year for him. I made an interesting trade in this offseason to kind of go all in, had some stuff going on that unfortunately caused him to, to not set his lineup a couple weeks, and, and I do think that cost him a couple wins, wouldn't have made the playoffs anyways, uh, but uh, unfortunately just a bad year for him. Left a ton of points on his bench, though, as we're about to talk about. 13-24 points for this year, 15-80 against, 
Possible points of 17-13, so he would have been the fifth seed had he played his best lineup every single week. And it's guts because he does. He has a really good team. Now, he's been with us since the beginning, 34-41 and 41 overall, sitting at 7 in the league. Uh, would, again, um, was in the championship game and in the second year and lost out to JJ. So he's been there, almost came across the finish line, but just got beat out. And, again, I think he's got a really good team here. Probably needs one more stud. Not one more. He needs another good running back here because his main guy has had a bad year. But quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Running backs, Jordan Howard, Alvin Kamara, LaShawn McCoy, and Adrian Peterson. Kamara's just had a down year. He's really tried to lean on him at running back, and it's just not worked out for him that much, unfortunately, this year. Old wide receiver room. This is where he probably needs to make some moves. Unfortunately, he's traded away a lot of his draft picks to get aging wide receivers, which has also kind of hurt him. Philip Dorsett, Larry Fitzgerald, T.Y. Hilton, Julio Jones, Hunter Renfro, and Robert Woods. Tight end, Mark Andrews and Ryan Griffin. IDP's Jamie Collins, who's been really good. Von Bell and Jordan Poyer as well. Taxi Squad, Kiki Kuti, Naheem Hines, Justin Jackson, Tajay Sharp, Equinemius St. Brown, and Travion Williams. So, you know, again, as I said, most of us are going to have a pretty mixed bag here. At the 9 seed, Lil Titties, Elliot Lester. I'm sorry, the 10 seed. I don't know what I'm talking about. They're... 10 seed. I've been going the wrong way here. The five seed in the supplemental bracket. Uh, so he finishes three and ten this year. 1391 points, 41682 against. Could add a possible point of 1697. So he would have been close to the playoff race had he set, you know, his best lineup every single week. And again, I mentioned it earlier right now, by far sitting as the number one seed or number one in career records. 47, 26, like I said, he's just, he's the number one seed. He, he's had a really good run. Two-time champion, the only two-time champion in our league. And again, has been, uh, been in the championship three times. So he's had a really good team, uh, throughout the years, made a couple really good trades and, and it's kind of gone into a rebuild this year. And as we'll talk about before we close this out, it's got a lot of draft picks. So maybe he'll be able to turn it around in one year. At quarterback, Drew Locke and Phillip Rivers. Running backs, Royce Freeman, Kareem Hunt, Patrick Laird, Deion Lewis, Rashad Penny, and Jalen Samuels. Wide receiver, Nelson Aguilar, Geronimo Allison, Cole Beasley, Mike Evans, Zay Jones, and Debo Samuel. Tight ends, Jared Cook and Hunter Henry. His IDPs, Tremaine Edmonds and Bobby Wagner. Bunch of players on injured reserve, Jarek McKinnon, Devin Funches, CJ Mosley, and Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, and then his taxi squad. Got a pretty good taxi squad here. Ryquel Armstead, Mike Gusecki, Nikhil Harry, Andy Isabella, Ty Johnson, Kyler Murray, and old Mitchell Biscuits, Mitchell Trubisky. Last but not least, and the last team here, the number six seed in the supplemental bracket, Kevin Kolb. Sitting here probably moist. Uh, you know, not a great year for him. Uh, was actually the one who got in. It was a number one seed overall in the first season. And unfortunately, his team just kind of fell apart when he got into the playoffs. 3-10 in 10 this season, 13-68 points, 4-18-08 against 16-90 altogether. So, again, yeah, not a bad team, uh, just kind of a bad year for him. He sits right now as number 9 overall in our league, 30-40 and 40 in our record here. Let's take a look at his team. What is he rocking here? Again, number 1 overall pick. Well, er, wait, I forgot. He has the number 1 overall pick. I'm sitting here talking about Amanda having it. Because of her good year, she jumped all the way up. I forgot all about this. So Kevin's sitting here with the number one overall pick. We'll see what he does. Derek Carr, Jared Goff, 
At quarterback, Matt Breida, Darius Geis, Carlos Hyde, Ronald Jones, Jamal Williams, and Jonathan Williams at running back. Keenan Allen, Chris Conley, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Cooper Cup, and Demarcus Robinson at wide receiver. Darren Fells at tight end. And then Aaron Donald and Demarcus Lawrence at IDP. Taxi squad, Josh Adams, Hayden Hurst, Bryce Love, Alexander Madison, DJ Moore. Why is he still on your taxi squad? Benny Snell and Mike Weber. They have some matchups, not really that important. Uh, it'll be interesting, I guess, to see what happens with these guys. They do play out to get the number one spot in the supplemental draft after our keepers and everything and any rookies that are still available after the rookie draft. So before we get out of here, let's take a look at the 2020 draft and how it is shaping up for everybody. Right now, as I mentioned, the order is already um, been set for us here, at least the bottom six seeds, the others will come obviously through the playoffs. So Kevin has the first overall pick, Elliot the second, Matt Stack the third, Dan the fourth, Amanda the fifth, and Matt Renfro the sixth. Let's look at who has picks though. Here's a couple people have obviously traded theirs. We'll just take a really quick look at rookie picks. So Matt, me, I own two first round picks, but one of them will be going to someone in a trade. Uh, we'll see. It's obviously going to be Matt Stack's pick. So the number three overall pick here is going to go to, I believe, Elliot Lester in a trade. I also have a second round, third, and fourth round. Matt Renfro owns all of his picks. JJ has a first, third, and fourth. Jason has a first, second, third, and fourth. Owns all of his. Ty owns all of his as well. Elliot owns three first round picks. His, Andy's, and Matt Stacks also has two second round picks. His and Dan's. Dan has his first, third, and fourth. Matt Stack has my second round pick, his second round pick, a third round pick, and a fourth round pick. Amanda Adams has uh, her first, James Bear's second, a third, and two fourths. Kevin has all of his picks, and James Bear has his first, third, fourth. Andy, two seconds and two thirds. Going to be interesting to see how this draft turns out. It's been a fun year, guys. I appreciate every single one of you for playing out the league and doing everything you can. Look forward to seeing you guys in the offseason, talking about whoever wins the championship and, again, at our rookie drafts. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening, and I will talk to you guys later. I'm just kidding. Before I get out of here, listen if you guys want to about the pigskin. If you're in pigskin, we will be now talking about the pigskin here in just a minute. League 32 players being kept here on MFL. Uh, obviously, we have one new owner from the first year. Jason Williams came in and changed, became Ass Kickers United. Uh, wasn't a playoff run. Decided when he realized he wasn't going to make it, sold off a couple players, but had a really good year that first year. It's been a fun league. Not a big talkative group, unfortunately, but that is what it is. It's still been a fun league. Everybody in it has been a lot of fun, uh, and you're going to hear a lot of the same names but with different kind of turnouts compared to the league here. So number one, the number one seed this year, the Hungry Hungry Dildos, Daniel Starrett at 11-2. and two. Good for him, man. 
has been fighting really hard in the league, been dealing with a lot of injuries. In this one, he has really had a dominant team. Points for 1891-1484 against, had a possible points of 2177. And in our two-year history, he sits at number two in overall record, 21-8. and eight. Just ridiculous. The top three teams this year are all sitting as the top three overall been a great year for those guys. Let's take a look at Dan's team here and who's carrying him through this great year. Quarterback, Kurt Cousins, Daniel Jones, and Mitchell Trubisky. Pretty good quarterbacks, I think, right there, all three of them. Nick Chubb, Mike Davis, Frank Gore, Damian Harris, Kareem Hunt, and Raheem Mostert at running back. So hurting a little bit at running back, but still getting a lot of points. We do start two flexes in this. Two RBs, two wide receivers, two flexes. But when we get to his wide receivers, you'll see why he's been getting carried by his wide receivers. Danny Amendola, J.J. Arthega, Whiteside, Miles Boykin, D.J. Chark, Quincy Inunua, Chris Godwin, Cooper Cup, Jarvis Landry, and Michael Thomas. Dominant wide receivers for those dudes getting played every single week. And in all honesty, with what Kareem Hunt's been doing, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, not a bad duo to play in that. He does have the first round bye this year and the number one seed overall, so at least he gets a bye this week. We'll definitely make it to the semifinals at tight end Jack Doyle. Travis Kelsey, uh, and then we do play two uh, IDPs in here. Quan Alexander and Miles Jack both on IR, but he does have Deion Jones and Jalen Smith. Lost Lamar Miller earlier this year as well, uh, is on injured reserve uh, for well as well for him. So again, he'll be looking to play the winner of the six or three seeds, which we'll get to in a minute, but a great year for Dan looking to take home his first championship. Number two, the Fort Worth Fingerbangers, Matt Renfro. Making it in here, having a great year in this one, just barely winning out that second seed uh, in this one to with his win moved to ten and three. Finishes with 1843 points against again. He gets the home buy here as well and will play the winner of the four and five seed. So he has 1843 points for 1541 against a possible points of 2295. Just ridiculous. He is sitting at number three in the league overall with 20 and a 20 and eight record over the past two years. Let's look at who has been carrying his team through this phenomenal season. At quarterback, Deshaun Watson again. That's right. He's doubled up in both leagues with Deshaun Watson. He also has Jameis Winston. Loaded running back room. Ryquel Armstead, Kalen Balazs, Chris Carson, Leonard Fournette, Brian Hill, Deion Lewis, Philip Lindsay, Sony Michelle, Adrian Peterson, and Bo Scarborough. So you might be asking yourself, Sounds a lot like the guys he had in the other one. It is. It is a lot like the guys in the other one. But his wide receivers in this one are a lot better and they've been more consistent in why he has made the playoffs. Keenan Allen, A.J. Brown, still has Des Bryant, Russell Gage, Kenny Galladay, Adam Humphreys, Jalen Hurd, Devontae Parker, Emmanuel Sanders, and MVS. At tight end, Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, and Darren Waller. Rocking Shaq Thompson and Landon Collins at his IDP. He's got Rodney Anderson and Ito Smith sitting on his injured reserve. So two guys that probably aren't going to make a difference next year, but still a little bit more running back depth like he needs anymore, right? But he is sitting again as a two-seed. We'll get the matchup of the four and five-seed. At the three-seed, we have got Big O Titties, too. That is Elliot Lester. Had himself, was fighting right there for that uh, final uh, second seed and the bye there with Matt Renfro. But Matt Renfro pulled off a couple big wins late in the season to steal that. 
Elliott, uh, 18, 8, 7 points for 16.99 points against a possible points of 22.93. And he is sitting, actually, is the number one franchise record overall over the past two years at 21 and 7. Has a pretty good team here as well, moving in as the three seed, hoping to pull his second championship and back to back. He won the championship last year against Wastes of Time, Will Abernathy, and he's looking to repeat. He was not able to do it in the league. Will he be able to do it in pigskin? Let's talk about his team and see if we think he's got a shot. Quarterbacks, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Baker Mayfield. Running backs, Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, David Johnson, Patrick Laird, Joe Mixon, Quadri Allison, Rashad Penny, Jalen Samuels, Darlin Thompson, and Jamal Williams. Jesus, you guys have got a lot of RBs. You should probably try sharing some with some of us who don't have that many. Wide receivers, Julian Edelman, Mike Evans, Allen Robinson, Debo Samuel, Juju, and Cortland Sutton. At tight end, he has got Noah Fant, Ryan Griffin, Austin Hooper, and a couple IDPs here as well. Darius Leonard, Corey Littleton, Roquan Smith, and Devin White. So pretty good team here. Again, coming in as a three seed, definitely has a shot. I really do, as much as I hate to say this, feel like it's going to come down to those three teams. that They're the most loaded in my opinion. But the four seed, Mr. Ty Moss, vaping for homo is sitting right there with him at 8 and 5 the 4 seed 1708 points against 1590 I'm sorry 1708 points for 1590 points against with the possible points of 2011 that he said at best lineup every single week he is sitting at 4th overall in our league standings over the past 2 years 14 and 12 his team right here. Well, let's let's just take a look at it and see what we think. Quarterback Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Running backs Le'Veon Bell, Duke Johnson, Ronald Jones, Alexander Madison, Christian McCaffrey. Got CMC's a beast. Latavius Murray, wide receivers, Geronimo Allison, Tyler Boyd, Zay Jones, Dante Pettis, Josh Reynolds, Demarius Thomas, Sammy Watkins, and Dee Westbrook. With Evan Ingram, Gerald Everett, and Anthony Ferkser, and he didn't even know her at tight end. Linebackers, John Bostic, Gerard Davis, and Alec Ogletree. So he's got a pretty good team here. Again, I don't think he's quite as stacked as Elliott, Renfro, and Dan, but it is fantasy. Give any other, it's every, every other week, right? Or any, any week. What is the saying? I forgot how it goes. You know, NFL, it's, it's the NFL. You can beat anybody any week or whatever. They're blah, 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 blah. Whatever, guys. I fucked that up and I apologize. But Todd definitely has a shot to win it because he does have a couple players who could definitely go off in this one. The fifth seed and the person he will be playing here is Goodell sucks donkey dick Jason James sitting here at seven and six. So points for 1690 points against 1770. So he's actually been outscored pretty heavily here. Possible points. 2047 sitting at six overall league record of 13 and 14. So, or sorry, 13 and 13. So sitting at 500. Everybody else below him under 500. Looking at his team here, he actually has a pretty good team. Same thing. He, he does kind of have a couple key injuries here. One really big one at tight end. I think it's kind of hurt his team a little bit, but quarterbacks, Kyle Allen, Cam Newton, and Ryan Tannehill. At running back, he has got Jay Ajayi, Chase Edmonds, Austin Eckler, Devonta Freeman, Justice Hill, Naheem Hines, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, and Damian Williams. Wide receiver Antonio Brown kind of screwed him in this league, obviously, with everything that went on with him. Randall Cobb, Ted Ginn Jr., Marquise Goodwin, T.Y. Hilton, Marvin Jones, Zach Pascal, Adam Thielen, and Robert Woods. Tied end, Darren Fells and Jason Witten and his IDPs, Anthony Barr, Zach Cunningham, Jordan Hicks, Fred Warner, Hakeem.
seen Butler, Will Disley, and Bryce Love sitting on his injured reserve. So I don't, if we're all being honest here, I don't think J.J. has much of a chance here. His team really kind of struggling here in the past couple weeks uh, with injuries, but we'll see what happens. The last team to make the playoffs, Eagles fans are butt-chuggers at 7-6, and six, Jacob. And what is it? J- J- Rushing. Jacob Rushing. Sorry, buddy. I almost forgot your last name for some reason. All right. Jacob Rushing. So overall record, he is sitting at a 13 and 14 in the league, sitting at seven over the past two years. 1492 points for 1563 against possible points of 1881 in this one again, sitting at seven and six with JJ just losing out on points in this one. His team, Tom Brady, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, and Gardner Minshew. At quarterback, running back, Saquon Barkley, Malcolm Brown, Wayne Gallman, Todd Gurley, Benny Snell, James White, Darrell Williams, and Jonathan Williams. At wide receiver, Kendrick Bourne, Stephon Diggs, Larry Fitzgerald, Alshon Jeffrey, Alan Lazard, DK Metcalf, Trey Quinn, Willie Sneed, Auden Tate, and at tight end, Jacob Hollister, OJ Howard, and Hayden Hurst has Eric Ebron and Devin Funches on his injured reserve with Devondre Campbell and TJ Watt at IDP. All right, that takes care of the top playoff teams. Let's jump in and talk about their matchups really quick before we talk about the teams that didn't make it and what I think their chances are of turning their teams around moving forward. All right, first up, let's see here. We've got the six seed and the three seed. Eagles fans are butt chuckers, putt butt chuggers, Jacob, against Big O Titties 2, Elliot Lester. Elliot being only given 8.5 points here, which is a little bit interesting to me. 143.3 to 134.8. I don't think it's going to be that close, if I'm going to be honest with you guys. I think Elliot's going to pull off a pretty easy win here. I mean, again, Jacob's got a couple really good players. Todd Gurley, James White, Stephon Diggs, Alshon, DK, Saquon. But, man, I just... Ingram, Mixon, Edelman, Evans, Robinson, Cortland, Hooper, uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm sorry. I'm taking that side all day, every day. I think Elliott's going to pull off a pretty easy win here. The next one, which might be a little bit closer, we'll see. Goodell sucks Donkey Dick JJ against Ty Moss vaping for homos. So JJ right now is actually being given the projected win by 13.8 points. Little bit interesting for me. I do think he's got a, a little bit of a better team. Ryan Tannehill, Austin Eckler, Devonta Freeman, Aaron Jones, Miles Sanders, Robert Woods, and Marvin Jones going against Bell, Duke Johnson, Ronald Jones, CMC, Tyler Boyd, and Westbrook. So those running backs, I think, is worth really going to kill Ty and Duke Johnson and Ronald Jones. But if both those guys have big games, he'll be right in it. Uh, but a 120.7 game to 136.8 projected, obviously. I am also going to take JJ to end up winning that matchup, which means JJ will go up against the Fort Worth Fingerbangers and Matt Renfro next week. And in my opinion, Elliot's Big O Titties 2 will go up against Daniel Starrett, the Hungry Hungry Dildos in week two of the fantasy playoffs. Let's jump in and take a look at the last remaining teams really quick before we get out of here. So, just missing out on the playoffs, Ass Kickers United, Jason Williams. 1659 points for 1720 against at a possible point of 2034 altogether. So again, you know, could have, I mean, it's hard to say could have set a better lineup because you never know, but uh, obviously could have had a lot of points had his best lineup been set every single week, sitting at nine overall in the league at 10 and 16. Again, did come in and take this team over. This is his first year technically 
in the league. Traded away a couple big players to some contenders this year as well to try and rebuild for the future. Let's take a look here at his team. Jacoby Brissett, Ryan Finley, Matt Ryan, and Carson Wentz at quarterback. So great quarterback room. It doesn't really have to make any improvements there. Peyton Barber, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, J.D. McKissick, and David Montgomery. No really changes need to be made there. Derrick Henry, Dalvin Cook, and David Montgomery are legit at running back. Wide receiver, John Brown, Brandon Cooks, A.J. Green, Nicole Hardman, Kelvin Harmon, Jacoby Myers, Byron Pringle, Riley Ridley, and Sterling Shepard. So that's where he probably needs to make a move for a top-edge wide receiver. Because uh, I do think he's got some pretty good tight ends here as well. And Tyler Eifert, TJ Hawkinson, Greg Olson, and Delaney Walker. You know, two of those guys aging may not even be in the league yes year, next year. But if they are, I think he'll be all right. His IDPs, Levante David and Whitney Merciless with Steven Goskowski and J.J. Watt on his injured reserve. Next up, we've got the one nut renegades, Alan Schallenbogger. Uh, sorry, Alan, if I said that wrong. Uh, so he is sitting here, uh, just missed out on the playoffs this year as well, sitting at six and seven. 1627 points for 1615 points against with a possible points of 2016 in this one. He is sitting at eight overall in league of record 12 and 14. Uh, he also tried to make a couple moves earlier in the season, just wasn't able to pull one off. Phillip Rivers, Mason Rudolph, and Russell Wilson at quarterback. Tariq Cohen, James Conner, Melvin Gordon, Carlos Hyde, and Devin Singletary at running back. So good running back room, I think, with Melvin Gordon and Singletary uh, to kind of lead that. And Connor, we'll see what happens with Connor. Obviously, the issues with the shoulder this year. Uh, we'll see where Melvin Gordon goes if he doesn't stay in Los Angeles. Wide receivers, Jamison Crowder, Corey Davis, Taylor Gabriel, Michael Gallup, Nikhil Harry, Andy Isabella, Tyler Lockett, Anthony Miller, DJ Moore, and Hunter Renfro. So not a bad wide receiver room. Kind of lacking that one big name, but overall, I think that's a really good wide receiver room. Some pretty good depth there. Tight end, Mike Gesicki, David Njoku, Kyle Rudolph, and Irv Smith. And at IDP, Joey Bosa, Devin Bush, and Joe Schobert. So really good IDPs. He's done a really good job of building those IDPs. Uh, you know, again, a, a good team. I think he's just really a good wide receiver away from probably being a playoff team next year. Next, we had Pickle Rick, Mr. Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm jumping ahead of myself there. Although Pickle Rick is closer there. Thank God he won that last matchup. Next is Waste of Time, Will Abernathy, who was in the championship last year. He went 6-7, six and seven, 16 and uh, six. 1605 points for 1711 points against the possible points of 1999. He is sitting in fifth in the overall league of record here with a uh, record of 15 and 14. Again, made the playoffs last year and made it to the championship and ended up unfortunately losing to Elliott uh, and getting knocked out, finishing second. Did not make the playoffs this year. QBs Drew Brees and Kyler Murray, Devontae Booker, Matt Breida, Rex Burkhead, Tevin Coleman, Royce Freeman, Alvin Kamara, Marlon Mack, and Tony Pollard at running back. So not a bad running back room. Alvin Kamara really by far his best guy. A couple running back threes there in my opinion after him. Pretty good wide receiver room. No, Amari Cooper, Will Fuller, Julio Jones, Paul Richardson, Darius Slayton, James Washington, and Mike Williams. Maybe move one of those guys for a running back if you were asking me. I think that would really kind of turn your team around here. Tight ends, Jordan Akins, Jimmy Graham, and Jonu Smith with his IDPs, Khalil Mack, Kyle Van Noy, Jamal Adams, and Jordan Poyer. So not all, not a bad team overall. Well, obviously, been one of the better owners in the league, I would say, so far. Likely get a couple good draft picks this year and turn his team around. 
Hold my wad. Jordan Waddle finishes 4-9 and nine this year. 14.97 points for. 17.04 points against with a possible points of 19.13. He sits at number 12 overall in the league record here. 6-20. and 20, So has not even hit double-digit wins. And there's one other team sitting there with him with just one more win than him, which is ah, rough. We'll get to that team here in a minute. Let's see here. Hold my wad. At quarterback, Nick Foles, Aaron Rodgers, and Ben Roethlisberger got Zeke, Jacobs, and McCoy. So no running back depth whatsoever, but has one at least really good in Zeke Elliott. Ton of wide receivers, though. Nelson Aguilar, Robbie Anderson, Marquise Brown, Keelan Cole, Philip Dorsett, Chris Hogan, Deshaun Jackson, Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Kenny Stills, and Golden Tate with Mark Andrews, Cameron Bray, and Vance Young at tight end. Jamie Collins, Tremaine Edmonds, Chandler Jones, and C.J. Mosley at line, or not linebacker, but at his IDP. So pretty good IDPs there. He'll have the third pick in the draft. So we'll see what happens. You know, I'm, I'm hoping good things for Jordan. Would love to see him turn it around. The 11th seed here, Pickle Rick, Kevin Cole, went 3 and 10. 1397 points for, 1605 points against, with the possible points of 1704 in this one. His record here is he's sitting at 10 overall with 10 and 7, went 10 and 17 over the past two years. Derek Carr and Jimmy G are as his QBs. Running backs, Brandon Bolden, Darrell Henderson, Jordan Howard, and Jalen Richard. Uh, does have Carrion Johnson on his injury reserve, but definitely needs some running backs. Wide receivers, Cole Beasley, Odell Beckham Jr., Chris Conley, Tyree Kill, Deontay Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson, Demarcus Robinson, Chester Rogers, Muhammad Sanu, Traquan Smith, Tyrell Williams, and Albert Wilson. Jared Cook, Hunter Henry, and Jay Sternberger at tight end, with Luke Keekley, Von Miller, and Bobby Wagner at his IDP. So not a bad team. Definitely needs some running backs. Obviously, he does not have a good running back two on the team. Jordan Howard was good running back for the most part, but has been injured. He's he needs some running backs. Does have a top pick, so he actually has a second pick overall. So he'll at least get his pick out of whoever I don't take because I was the last place team this year, and thank God for it. I was playing for that. Uh, uh, was awesome. Two and eleven, just love it. Fourteen twenty-five points for seventeen eighteen against a possible points of seventeen and thirteen. And I am the only other team in this league that has not gotten a double-digit wins in two years. I am sitting at seven and nineteen, eleventh overall over the past two years. Traded away a bunch of good players this offseason. To build for the future, I have a ton of first-round picks, and I, I'm definitely looking forward to uh, this draft this year. Let's take a look at my craptastic team here. The Globo Gym Fantasy Cobras. Jeff Driscoll, Dwayne Haskins, and Matt Stafford at quarterback. I've got Josh Adams, Kenyon Drake, Miles Gaskin, Darius Geis, Chris Thompson, and Mark Walton at running back. I actually kind of like my wide receiver room overall. Devontae Adams, Deion Kane, Antonio Callaway, Paris Campbell, Kiki Kuti, Josh Gordon, Deshaun Hamilton, Richard Higgins, DeAndre Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, and Curtis Samuel. So I do feel like I have four really good wide receivers, but I definitely need to improve on some running backs. Tight ends, Chris Herndon, George Kill, and Dawson Knox with Miles Garrett, Shaq Barrett, Eric Kendricks, and Blake Martinez as my IDPs. Preston Williams, Corey Clement on injuries. Oh, I have John Ross. I completely forgot about John Ross. So not, in my opinion, a bad team overall. We'll see what happens. You know, unfortunately, it's kind of hard to uh, look at uh, the the picks in this one with, with everybody's teams here. I guess we can run through them really quick and see what people have. Uh, I mean, I know for sure my team has a lot of first-round picks. 
So in, in, in this league, we're allowed to trade up to two years ahead. And right now, I am sitting with 11 picks in the next two years drafts. We're, we're only supposed to have eight altogether. But I have four first-round picks in this year's draft. One second and then... uh you know, a third and a fourth. So I'm definitely looking forward to this year. Four first round picks will hopefully help me quickly rebuild my team. Kevin sitting here with uh, 10 picks over the next two years. Uh, a bunch of picks this year, a bunch of second round picks as well, which is a great move by him. I mean, I think he's got a really good shot to uh, to rebuild the depth of his team with all the, the second round picks. Looks like three, for, or three second round picks in this year's draft. So really good for him. Uh, should be able to do a pretty good job turning that around. Next up, Jordan at Hold My Wad is sitting here with nine picks over the next two years. Uh, a couple third round picks in this year uh, as well. So we'll see what he does. We're just going to go with kind of in a random order here. Waste of time. Will Abernathy sitting here with eight picks over the next two years. So he, he looks like he's at, yeah, he's retained all of his picks over the next two years. We'll see if he makes any moves in the offseason, but eight picks over two years is not bad at all. Let's see here. We're going to go with hold one nut renegades next. Um, sorry, Allen. He's sitting here with not a lot of picks, guys. Just six picks over the next two years. Just two picks this year, a third and a fourth rounder. Let's see, Ass Kickers United and Jason Williams will go next for him. And he's sitting here with a decent amount of picks. He's got Jacob's first-round pick, obviously just made the playoffs. So, uh, you know, be a higher-end pick, but still another first-round pick. And 10 picks overall over the next two years. Has a, a couple fourth-rounders this year uh, and two fourth round or two second-rounders next year, which 2021 should actually be a pretty good draft class as well. We'll go next with vaping for, no, we'll go with Eagles fans. Let's go Eagles fans, but Chuggers trying to stay in order here. Jacob, obviously no first round pick this year because it's going uh, to uh, Jason. My goodness, guys, my mind is all over the place, but you know, six picks here, second, third, and fourth this year, and a first, third, and fourth next year. So not bad overall. Still has some pretty good picks here to get a decent uh, young group here coming in on a pretty good team. Obviously a playoff team. Vaping for homos. Ty Moss has a couple first round picks this year sitting with nine picks over the next two years two first rounders this year the one nut renegades and his so he's going to get a low pick i believe the third pick over or no fourth pick overall and then his as well with him being in the playoffs so good moves for him goodell sucks donkey dick jj sitting here with just five picks overall fourth rounder this year and then he does have his first a third and two fourths next year so he is going to be playing with the team he has right now and hoping for the best big o titties sitting here let's see what they've got pick wise uh not a lot either just seven picks altogether. i'm sorry six picks altogether a third and fourth this year and then a first second third and fourth next year so he's going to be relying on the team he has but again a good team so not something not a bad move for him moving into the top two seats here fort worth finger bangers matt renfro he is sitting here with a good amount of picks he has got eight so he is sitting here with his four round four picks this year and his four picks next year as well so he has not traded any of his picks to get the talent that he has he'll be rocking into this year's draft with four picks so good for him and last but not least we've got the hungry hungry dildos daniel sterrett he is rocking Eight picks over the next two years. He's got a first-round pick. He's got two second-round picks this year and a third, and then first, second, third, fourth next year. So, guys, 
Thank you so much for being a part of this league. I've enjoyed it again, even though we're not all that talkative in there. It's been a fun league to have you guys in these past two years. I'm looking forward to the offseason, mostly because I'm hoping my team will finally be able uh, to contend because I've been pretty shitty the past two years. Uh, but looking forward to the playoffs. Looking forward to see who wins it, if Elliott can get a second championship, or if we see a new champion this year. I'm excited either way. Good luck to everybody in the playoffs. And I look forward to the offseason with you guys. Prepare for glory! Who can make a play? I can! Who can make a play? I can!